Oh, I got coffee all over my pants. What happened there? Good thing I don't like these pants. <laughs> what the machine is for? So it's great. I'm having a great time. I always. All right, welcome friends and listeners to Checking the Rear View, our podcast about going off on tangents for an hour. <laughs> Yay! I am Mary, Mary, quite contrary, and this is how my garden grows, Sarah. Oh, I'm a flower. <laughs> Happy Ostra, or Ostera, however you pronounce that. It's uh, the spring equinox was yesterday. My uh, eight-year-old niece schooled me on that because I was like, no, it's not. It's not the first it, day spring. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. She is. I, I asked my mom. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> it is. And the wheel of the year, the witch's wheel of the year, it's, uh, it's a holiday. Ostra. Oh, which was co-opted by the church as Easter, because sometimes it's Eostra, Easter. Uh, and the themes, if you've ever wondered why there's an Easter bunny and eggs and all of the stupid things that go along with Easter, it's Ostra, not Easter. It's nothing to do with Jesus and everything to do with a pagan holiday. <laughs> I do love how they try to um, tie it in to the Christian holiday, because that's all like, a coloring book once that was like there was a rabbit at the base of the cross or something. I was like, mm, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Eggs and rabbits symbols of fertility because we're in the growing season. This is when you plant your seeds and start watching them grow. It's been a minute since I've actually been to church. Even. I'm speaking about this like I know what I'm talking about when it's probably been a solid year since I've actually been in church, so... I like that I call you a heathen when I'm going off about pagan rights. <laughs> you know, it's the level of he- he- heathenism. Hedonism. <laughs> We're starting off on a good fit. I like it is. It. It's good. I was also right. This is the this is the show about going off on tangents for hours. I was just going to say, what does this have to do with what we're doing today? I just wanted to welcome spring. All right, so what are we watching today? <laughs> today, we are watching episode 15 of season one, The Benders. Sam and Dean head to Minnesota, where a young boy witnesses a man vanishing into thin air. Which is that vanishing? <laughs> I don't know why I did This was a very weird hand gesture for vanishing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. This uh, this episode this episode was aired on Valentine's Day, Aww. February fourteenth, two thousand and six. Just think that's weird. Anyway, the director is uh, Peter Ellis. The writer was John Shaban Shaban, however you pronounce that. Uh, the IMDb rating is eight point three, which I think is the same as Nightmare. Oh, but as I, week. as I promised Sarah, this one's better than Nightmare. I, what this one doesn't have. This one will have better rewatchability because it doesn't really have anything to do with the overarching plot. So there's nothing that we're like, oh, we already know all this kind of thing that they had. I already know this. God. God. What? I was going to look to try and set up my uh, Netflix and I'm in like children's Netflix. (laughs) And I don't know why. And I don't know how to get out of it. Oh no. <laughs> so, 
Hey, we'll there it is. All right, all right, we're back. We're back. You I hate options. Can I have an option that says, "Hey, I don't have fucking kids. Please don't give me this option." <laughs> I don't need it. On that tangent, let's start Supernatural. <laughs> Should we watch? Oh, you know what? Never say that I never say that I didn't speak the truth. <laughs> this is just a tangential podcast. No more is it about exactly. supernatural. We might talk about supernatural every once in a while, but that's because I'm completely obsessed with it. <laughs> All right, let's watch. I don't know where this is gonna start me. I'm at thirty-two. I'm at loading on my screen. Okay. Kid looks familiar. That kid is a full-grown adult now. This is true. My TV was muted. I was like, man, this is a quiet scene. <laughs> well, because of the music I play, I turn it down so that when well, they start it up, it's still low. Same. I turn mine down so we don't have a weird echo. And I was like, man... This is a really quiet scene. And then I was like, it's way too quiet. A little too quiet. <laughs> this is a very horror movie. It is. So he doesn't vanish into thin air. He gets dragged under the car. <laughs> Where'd we get these little hats and jackets? I didn't even realize it was them. <laughs> and I'm going to shut my door because there are sirens. <laughs> We don't need to pause, just... What's going on over there? Crime. Not going to be a great hair day for Sam again, I can see. Well, he had a hat on. That's true. Oh my god. Such a nerd. (laughs) I love that. It's a little Dean connecting with children moment. Yeah. Because he is Batman, amassing a horde of <laughs> of orphan children. This is completely unrelated to anything, but there was this really long thread about Batman meeting Spider-Man and immediately wanting to adopt him. <laughs> it just be, like, oh, you can do all this stuff, plus you've already got the suit. I like he had adoption papers like in his utility belt. <laughs> And that's my favorite way of thinking about Batman. <laughs> why would he do that and not follow up on it? Yeah. Yeah, why would he mark it and not? Because he's an asshole. Is that why? As we've well established, John Winchester, terrible. He the hat. His hair looks a little better here. <laughs> as as you all know, taking a hat off of your hair, it yeah. never looks good. Whenever they, like... Um, linger on scenes like this and it's more than them just talking about the case, you know something's going to happen. Yeah. That is the t- tiniest flashlight I have ever seen. Pocket flashlight. <laughs> you know what? The other thing, though, is that Jared's hands are huge. He makes everything look small. This is also true. Although I saw a video of I think it was Shaquille O'Neal holding, like, normal-sized things, just looking incredibly tiny in his hands. It was so funny. Uh, 
Have you ever seen the one of him and uh, Chris Evans? And you can see Chris Evans is just like, he's so confused. He's not used to being so small. (laughs) (laughs) See, this wouldn't have happened if Dean could pee as fast as you, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) I won't put that in. I don't even have a response for that. (laughs) What is this orchestral music? It is interesting, isn't it? It's very, uh, like, B-horror movie. Like, it's very odd. They don't, well, it, it's more odd in that they don't usually have it. That, too. I feel like if they had more of a precedence for it, that it wouldn't be as weird. I kind of like it. I kind of wish they had more of it. <laughs> It, but yeah, to your point, it's just they don't really have it, so to all of a sudden have it feels very strange. Just stand in the middle of the road, Dean. This is all, yeah, it's all feeling very off. <laughs> I like this actress. I've seen her in different things. I think she's like a Canadian, like, we're filming in Canada and you need an actress. I'll be right there, kind of thing. Yeah, she, I can't remember what I've seen her in, but. He's in a lot of, like, she does, like, little bit parts like this and a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Did you really just call yourself handsome? What a dick. Mm-hmm. I forgot to ask you if you remember this episode. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think I do remember this episode. Okay. <laughs> and I thought this episode was in a later season. So many episodes in the first season, I attribute to being later in the I, end of the series. I really think that you just think of seasons one and two as one big conglomerate. That's probably it. I forget how I forgot how well established things were in season one. <laughs> security no cameras camera picked up those plates. Yeah, security cameras are not picked up. Was so obviously photoshopped. <laughs> I've been watching uh, this series that focuses uh, specifically on how security cameras and traffic cameras help solve crimes. They're never that clear ever. Yeah, no. Put in this position a lot. <laughs> Where he has to is be right. The damsel in distress? Yes. <laughs> I mean, when there's just the two of them, one of the two of them's gonna have to be the damsel in distress for the it's episode. <laughs> You're welcome. This guy's super salty. I mean, I guess if I were locked in a cage, I wouldn't be all sunshine and rainbows, but like, be a little bit compassionate to your fellow uh, captive. <laughs> Sam doesn't get any food, though. Fuck no, he, he doesn't <laughs> deserve uh, food right now. Your volume got really loud all of a sudden. My volume? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for my TV to like turn up, too. I didn't do anything. I'm sitting here. No, I know. She said sorry, real Canadian. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I mean, cool that you're doing that, but that's super bad copying. (laughs) Yeah. Makes for good television, though. Yeah. He's like so mad that this guy is so irritated. Are we supposed to feel better about the fact that he's going to die? Cause he's... Is he? I was going to ask, does he die? Because I kind of... Oh, he's be... 100% dead. Is he have a first name? Why do you keep calling him by his last name? 
I don't understand why people do that in general. Like, nobody does that in the real world. Because guys are stupid. Also, like, longest night ever, right? Yeah. This is all happening in one night? Well, no. He got kidnapped the night before. And then Dean's been looking at, for him. Oh, that's right. The Him going to the station was yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, another tangent. There is an episode of Torchwood. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I watched that, it. That is almost the exact same present pr- uh, premise. Like, really? they think it's some sort of aliens. Turns out to just be some weirdos in the country who like to eat people. It's always weirdos in the country. It's that thing where the scariest monster is, is man. Yeah, precisely. Damn, that guy can scream real loud. <laughs> Sam can... just, uh, think about how auditions for people with those roles, like, you probably have to scream in an audition. That's just yeah. got to be the weirdest situation. I've, I've seen a thing before, though, where, like... I don't think it was an audition. I think it was recording. Somebody put, like, I had to put a note on the door be like, hey, we're recording a bunch of screaming. We're fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, voice actors, too. That's just got to be the weirdest thing where you're just, like, sitting in a booth going, Ugh, and screaming. And I mean, that's running. what makes for good voice actors, though, is, like, your ability to, like, do those kind of things and, like, make it believable. Yeah, but... Like, Why the, t- the talent? <laughs> a felon, definitely. He has a stolen badge. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta look her up, but I... Oh, my phone's upstairs. I'll look her up later. Okay. I'm thinking of her in, like, a period piece, and I can't think of what it is. <laughs> I was going to say that she had come into the car. <laughs> she patted his chest like, there, there. <laughs> you stay. Right there. Oh, she locked the car. <laughs> yeah, but can't he just... I love that. Look at it. Open the handle? <gasps> what? I'm going to have to read the cop car when it comes back. What did it say? Hibbing. That's not important yet, but it will be in, like, ten years. <laughs> it's at Hibbing, Hibbing, Missouri at the start of this. Yeah. There's a very important episode. Way down the road. Like, literally in ten years. Like, I feel like they probably just forgot. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't tie into this episode. Reusing places. There's only so many places you can go in the United States. It is a creepy child. <laughs> you gotta know something's wrong with this family when there's a child that looks like that. I hate creepy children. <laughs> I mean, she's doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good... Is she just keeping that picture of Sam? Yeah, I was gonna say, she just <laughs> walked off with the picture of Sam. Also, can you just open... at it, too. <laughs> Just open the door, like pull on the handle. She locked it. You can still pull on a handle that's locked, and it looks like it's a handle that goes like this, not like this. Those are still attached, though. What it? What would the point of that be? I don't know. You'd still be locked onto it. I thought you could slip out the no. handcuff. 
Because that's like, even though it pulls out, it's still like a closed ring. Gotcha. More yoga in your life, Dean. That's what you need. Get you nice and stretchy. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't have some shit like that in your pocket, Dean. Jesus. Well, that's what he said. He said he has to start carrying paper clips. Oh, he did? He does. Yeah. Idiot face. How do you get... Oh. What? He picked the lock. And then he, yeah. he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he ninja'd right out of there. Like, the way he was unlocking it, it should have left the handcuff oh. on the door. Well, magic. I don't know. You can tell those bow legs anywhere. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, hey, you're alive. Yeah, oh, hey, I'm glad you're not dead. <laughs> playmate was a weird way to put that, Dean. Yeah, playmate was a weird word choice. Uh, I used to know a guy that had a canary yellow Mustang. That's a color choice. It was, like, his favorite color. He had an outfit that was 100% yellow, tops and bottoms. He was an interesting guy. He was fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you get shot in your face? He <laughs> shone the flashlight right in his face. Oh, my God. I wonder what the fuck this button does. Oh. How does the flashlight work? What a dumbass. Oh, I love him, but he's stupid. <laughs> it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, good thing you're pretty. Thanks for that commentary. Yikes. What is even in those? I couldn't tell. Like, you're shining the flashlight on it. I don't want to know, but like. I'm sure we can make uh, conjectures. Well, that's a lot. Ugh. Yeah. See, it's stuff like that, like, comparatively with, like, gore and stuff, like, stuff like that bothers me, it, like, because it's so creepy. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not even that gross, it's just disturbing. Yeah. That they're pic- they're taking pictures of human beings like we do with deer. Yeah. When we do, people who hunt, yeah. do with deer. It's always got to be a phonograph, too. Like, creepy music on a phonograph? It is very... The horror of... The, the ele- horror elements of these uh, this episode are very, like, classical. This makes me think... I think the game was Resident Evil. There was a... a, 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 a I don't know which one. Where it was, like, you came across this really creepy house. And the people were inside trying to get you. That just made me think of this. Ugh! I can't tell what it is. It's too dark. It's is it human like bones? Jaw bones and teeth. Ugh. Huh. And he touched it. I think he had the same reaction we did. <laughs> the sound effects that are really getting yeah, me. That's, um, of him carving up. Why do you think the sound that it that processing sounds like? It's very metallic, and I don't think that's what the actual sound should oh. be. Also, if it's that hard, like, you need to sharpen your knives, dumbass. I feel like there's not a lot of sharpening going on of tools in this particular. Well, then you're just making your job harder. Just saying. I'm just saying that Hannibal Lecter's kitchen was immaculate. 
Get the keys and go, stupid! God, he's so dumb. Is he done looking at the jar of teeth? Yeah. Ugh. What happened to this kid's mom? I never wanted to punch a child more. Right. That's something I should say out loud. (laughs) I mean, I wanted to punch children, but... I don't always particularly like them, so... (laughs) I just remember this one time we were at, like, a baby shower or a wedding shower and there were kids around, and you kind of went, can you just not be here? Because they were, like, in the way. (laughs) They just kind of went, can you just go somewhere? (laughs) And I was like, hey, kids, why don't you come over here? (laughs) I can't, uh... I can take children for a while, but not always... They're all just so gross, and that child is, that girl is so terrifying. (sighs) Yikes. Stop petting that child's head. That's real Yeah, ew. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you have to keep putting things close to eyes? That's such a good shot. I love it. How close is the barn or whatever to the house that he can just shout like that and think that they'll be heard? I don't know. I don't live here with these rednecks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, he's after, she's after his eye again. (laughs) More reasons for you to hate that little girl. I mean, the actress is doing a great job. I really hate her. (laughs) I want it on record. Sarah hates a child. (laughs) I don't feel like Grandpa Cannibal there should be able to see Sam well enough to shoot him. (laughs) Speaking of somebody who has been 100% in a barn in the dark, it's impossible to see anything. Well, I'm going to admit, it's really hard to see anything right now on this show. Oh, it's even worse in reality. Yeah, there's no... It was a great place for hide-and-seek, though. Valid. (laughs) Mouth acting. You can never get through an episode without mouth acting. That's true. acting, Jared. (sighs) God, those teeth. I'm going to assume it's makeup, and they did a really good job. They did a great job. It's not that man's actual teeth. No. No, it's not. Well, there's your answer. The barn's, like, right there. It sure is. Also, what did they do with the girl? Okay, they put her in a closet. There you go. I knew he was going to answer, so I didn't answer. (laughs) See, this is why I like her. She is a really good actress. I was just thinking, like, she's really good. Like... All the all this emotion, you can feel her entire backstory and the you know, in the this one conversation. And that's, I think that's why I like her because she has like these little like one off and bit parts, and I remember her like that's how good mm-hmm. she is in inhabiting that character for even like an episode. Yeah. Push him. Aw, brothers. <laughs> I like that you went on. I went push him. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass here then. <laughs> 
Oh, and that was that was the benders. Were you gonna say something? No, sorry, I'm reading what I wrote for my midtro. And uh past Kylie's an asshole. Alright. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we pretend that there's a point to any of this. <laughs> wow, you were feeling salty when you wrote that. You're so salty. Here's our ratings. <laughs> oh, God. I'm salty about a lot of things, Sarah. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> All right. Um, for, for my overall rating of the Benders, uh, I gave it an 8. Sarah also gave it an 8. Uh, for the Monster of the Week, I gave it a 7. Does that sound right? Should I give it a 6? Whatever you want to do. I know. Just for anyone who cares. This is other than Sarah's rank. This is really just all me. <laughs> just ranking. I mean, I give my opinion, and you decide whether or not you want to factor that into the ranking. This is this is true. All right, we'll keep it at a seven, I guess. No, we're gonna make it a six. <laughs> all right, monster of the week is a six. Uh. Uh, supporting cast is an eight. Um, the writing was a seven. Cinematography was a seven. The feels was a six. Uh, and the main cast was an eight. Overall, the acting was an eight. Mm-hmm. That was the saving grace of this episode, apparently, which puts Benders still in the same spot, even though I changed that. Um, they are one, two. If I were better and I had these actually number, that puts it in seven. Seventh place out of 15. So about pilot. That was the one that was shocking to us that it, once I we rated this and I shuffled it, shuffled it. I put it in order, but it was it was it ranked above the pilot. wasn't wasn't expecting that, <laughs> especially since well, eventually cool. something had to be better than the pilot. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, the I'm. I don't know. What did you think, Sarah? I thought it was good, and I think um, I think part of the reason I gave the acting a, a higher score was just because, like, I was creeped out the whole episode. Those dudes were scary. That little girl, as we said multiple times, was very creepy. Um, and then the actress who plays the police officer, who I can't remember what her name is, she was just really good. I mean, in that last conversation with Dean, when he says, I'm sorry about your brother, and she's like, it's actually worse finding out what happened to him. You feel all the emotion of someone who lost their brother three years ago and found out he was in a horror show before he died. Mm-hmm. You know, she was really good and a really good connection with with Jared and, and Jensen. So the acting was really well done. Um and it's also, I think it's a concept that almost every horror genre film does at some point. I feel like at the time it wasn't real overdone, but yeah. but now, 15 years on, it's ki- it kind of is. I kind of remember feeling surprised when I first watched it, whenever that may have been. Um, and I really liked that. They were like, the episodes that you actually did watch. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I may have watched this, we're still not sure when that was. 
that and like they were like that the fact that they were surprised too like it's just people yeah you no know? and like i said during while we were watching it torchwood has a similar episode where they think they're going into a supernatural situation and it's just people yeah. because people can be super screwed up too and oftentimes worse than the supernatural thing so and i think i've seen other shows that are supernatural or paranormal or whatever that have episodes to hammer home the lesson that humans are terrible too but I think I think it was well done. Yeah, and Torchwood Torchwood was after this because this would have been this would have been the same as the first the reboot Doctor Who. This would have been the first season they released. This was two thousand. The first season of Supernatural and the first season of the reboot yeah. of Doctor Who were the same year. They were released the same year. They were two thousand five. Yeah. This would have been before Torchwood. Yep. So. Yeah, I think it's just overdone. But they are very creepy. The moments, especially once when Dean's walking through the house and when he's captured, the, those are very tense moments and very, like... It's just exposing more of the horrific nature of these people. And now that I think about it, I think we've had more horror video games, horror movies mm. or whatever that do this trope of the creepy house or the creepy people i i think since and that's the other thing i think horror video games have really become like onto their own genre since this episode has mm-hmm. released and that is a theme of of a lot of horror video games so yeah i think maybe supernatural was on the cusp of all that i think yeah i think maybe that's that it why I remember it so fondly too is because when I watched it, it was very tense and very yeah exciting. Very surprising now, that they were yeah. Now all these years on, I'm just like oh yeah, it's it's cool, it's fine. Yeah, I I think it was definitely one of those episodes when you first like, and we'll talk about it when we get to that point. But like when Castiel first comes on the scene, I remember feeling extremely shocked. Yeah, that it was an angel and this is what this angel looked like. It's that same sort of feeling of like being kind of taken aback that these are just people. Um, but, yeah, to your point, like, horror games especially, like like I was saying, I think it's a Resident Evil game that has a very similar setting of abandoned, gross, creepy house. There's very similar imagery in, like, I think the game's called Outlast. And there's another one that I think it's called Little Nightmares or something that has very similar imagery of, like, the guy, you see him from the back carving up something. Is there a weird, creepy girl in those games? <laughs> um, not in not in those games, no. Supernatural may not have been the first, like the very first, but it was one of the first to kind of have this feel and this this trope, I guess you could say, of creepy humans. It has really become a trope, yeah. Yeah. But in recent years, yeah. I... I I didn't take any notes either. Sarah was just saying that she didn't really have take notes, and I I have one, but I'm not. A, I don't even know if I really want to talk about it. Well, I started writing down a note about how they were keeping up the suspense that it was just people, and then right as I wrote that down, Sam saw that they were humans, and I was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> I thought they weren't gonna. I thought they weren't gonna show it at that point that they were humans, because up till because the, they were like when Sam first sees them, they're in hoods, so you, they look not human yeah and then the hand well I and think I thought they, 
I think especially when you have a show where you have people who are as capable as Sam and Dean, like they hunt, they fight monsters, you know, mm-hmm. that when you have that reveal, like, oh, it's just humans. Like a lot of time that's like the final reveal. That's like a really big thing. But I think a lot of, I think, thing, I think what, I think why this episode is successful is because even though they, they drop that shoe pretty early on that these are just people they still manage to keep it tense and keep it very like you still don't know because a lot of times once are like I said when it's these people who either are supernatural or fight the supernatural or are magic or whatever once it's like oh these are just people that's kind of like oh we're we're on top we've got this kind of thing and that's why it comes at the end but with this I think they did a good job and like Sam and Dean kind of rag on each other that like haha they got the drop on you but like it's still but it they rag on each other but it's still believable that this would happen like the scenarios that they find themselves in are very believable and I, I know that further down the line, there are some things where, like, one or the other of the brothers will get kidnapped or knocked out or something, and you're like, hey, stupid, don't you do this professionally? Like, it's a it's a bad situation where, like, they shouldn't have gotten the drop on them. But in this episode, I think it's very believable. Like, when Sam gets taken, it's, like, he's very off guard. He doesn't expect anything bad to happen to him. Like, mm-hmm. it's very believable that he gets caught. And then... um. Dean, I think because he's, you know, I think he's on the lookout for these guys. And then when he's confronted with this little girl, he's, it knocks him for a loop. And that's Mm -hmm. believable because he's just like, oh shit, what do I do with this little girl? You know? So I think they, even though they do, they give the twist up very early on in the episode, it's still, it's still tense. It's still a horror thing. And you're still kind of like, all right, how are they going to get out of this kind of thing? So I think it's well doing that. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent agree. Cause like they weren't looking for humans. And I think that's why Sam gets taken off guard so easily. But even when I think part of the reason is that even when they realize it's humans, I think they're underestimating up until the point that they capture Dean. I think he's underestimating them and that they can get the drop on him yeah that's Um, actually and that's a really good scene of course Jensen always good acting from Jensen (laughs) always top tier acting from Jensen but when he's tied up in the because I kind of laughed about it when we were watching when he's tied up in that chair and they're talking to him he still has that kind of like smart ass like he's teenager yeah like bite me oh no you might like he's kind of joking and it isn't until that like grandpa there says shoot Sam essentially that he finally kind of freaks out and he's like oh shit I need to take this seriously um and I think I think that was a really good touch yeah yeah and I also like how they they skirted around any violence towards the little girl (laughs) I was thinking about it they like they don't show how Dean got away, how they got her into the closet. Like, because, <laughs> like, the girl was just. Did Dean knock out a little girl? <laughs> I mean, did they just kind of manhandle her? <laughs> like, they clearly were like, we can't show, like, practically what this would be like because yeah. it would be two grown men shoving a little girl in a closet. 
Um, no matter how creepy she is, it's still like a 10 year old girl. We cannot do that. And they were just like, oh yeah, we shoved her in a closet. Like she's fine, but she's mad, but she's fine. <laughs> I just hate creepy children. I hate ghost children. I hate creepy children. No, thank you. So you're not going to watch The Omen anytime soon? No, that's not on my to watch list. Me neither. Okay. But yeah, I, um, I think, I mean, it was a good episode. It wasn't the best by any means, but I think, but it was better than last week's. It, they These two episodes were similar in that there wasn't a lot in the overarching plot. I don't even really remember much of what happened last week. Well, are you kidding? The last week had a bunch to do with the overarching plot. Did it really? <laughs> yes! It had the other psychic kid. They talked about John. Oh my god. Sam's powers were ramping up. Like, Listen, just key- cut that part out. It was a keystone episode, Sarah. I clearly just blacked that entire episode out. Because <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> oh my god. god. And then, yeah. I take that back. Whatever point I was going to make doesn't count anymore. And I've heard I've heard actors talk about that before, especially actors who have done um, non-American TV versus American TV and how our and it's changing now with streaming and things like that. But how our traditional TV shows are a marathon instead of a sprint. Um and I think this is, I think this, because I mentioned it when we watched, watched Route 666 about how it felt like it was stopping the action, the momentum we had of the season dead in its tracks. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because this season, this episode should kind of have that same thing. But instead of that, I feel like this one's more of like a rest stop. Like we had that episode that was so like genre heavy that was like okay we're talking about dad we're talking about psychic kids we're talking about psychic sam ramping up powers and stuff like that getting back on track with the momentum of the season as a whole and after the emotional whatever of that and i say whatever because we didn't have that because rewatchability isn't great on that episode (laughs) now that we know what's going on but um I think this is more like, okay, we've had that really high-key, high-impact episode. This is more like, okay, we're going to rest because, again, American TV is a marathon. Yeah, you can't have... Well, it didn't feel like... It didn't feel like we were stopping the momentum. Yeah, it didn't feel like a waste of time. It wasn't like moving the general plot forward. Yeah, because the... The episode I was thinking of was the Route 66, 600, whatever. The monster truck ghost. That's actually the episode I was thinking of yeah. when I was trying to make my previous point. But, yeah, unlike that one, this didn't feel like a waste of time. Yeah. And maybe because the emotions felt a little more genuine, because you do have that that connection between Dean and the cop, Um where he's like pleading with her, even though she's found out that he's a freaking criminal, mm-hmm. um, that 
when he's pleading with her to like, please, I need to find Sam. Like you feel the desperation in him and you feel that connection because she had, you know, she lost her brother in the same way. So, and both actors, again, having those good actors who like, they just, they have that connection and you can feel it and you can sense it and then roll along with everything a lot better. So I think, I think because it had that more emotional connection and everything with the brothers that it didn't feel like a waste of time as much. Whereas Route 666, we didn't have, we didn't have the emotional connection. Like, like we said, it didn't, they didn't land it with the romance between Dean and Cassie. So we didn't have that emotional connection. The boys didn't have an emotional connection. So it was just kind of like, what was the point of all this? Yeah. It's like whenever they try to force the emotional connection, like clearly they were trying to make us care about this past romance set. Yeah. Where at least it had some more care, had more character moments. Yeah, it doesn't work when they try to force it like that, when it's just these two people connect on a level. And it again, I think it also comes down to the actor. Like, yeah. nothing against the, the person who played Cassie, but this actress was just better this week. For whatever reason, I don't think she had, which is insane, because I feel like he could have chemistry with a tea kettle. Um, I don't think she really had good chemistry with Jensen. Mm-mm. Um... I said tea kettle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, and then of course we're back. We were talking about last week about, I like that I have to remind you what we talked about last week. Yeah, clearly I forgot. (laughs) But last week we were talking about um, how they were trying to make Sam the main character. Maybe that helps too as we're back on track of Dean being the main character in this episode. (laughs) Was there, other than the weird, like, orchestral music moment when Sam went missing? <laughs> that were, yeah, you pointed that out. I actually, I do kind of wish they had more of those moments. Because I, I liked that arrangement. I liked how it, because you were talking about how it it felt like other horror movies. And I'm like, yeah, I think that would have added a nice element, but it's not a thing that happens in Supernatural a lot. Which, but I like that because that makes it feel a little bit more grounded and less like a TV show because you don't have music playing in the background of all the scenes. Right. You know, and it, so it just felt very weird and out of place and it could be because my volume was down lower so I wasn't hearing the full effect of the music but the music felt very, it sounded to me very, um, you know, like how people, when people play, um, violins on a piano on a keyboard yeah it sounded like that to me it just sounded not great and it was strange but I see what you're saying too like a lot of shows do it and Supernatural doesn't so I don't know if they were just trying it out but I don't remember it being in any of the other scenes it wasn't it wasn't even in any of the other scenes in this episode it was just a strange piece of music for no reason like trying to create tension in a way that they haven't done. It's so weird because I don't even think I would have noticed it if you hadn't pointed that out to me either. I don't, as much as I, I, I get on like the classic rock and all this, the music stuff, I honestly, especially when it's like an orchestral arrangement, I don't always notice the music super duper. But I, like I said, I listened to that one that Sideways, if you want to go on YouTube and look up just Sideways, he, um, he breaks down a lot of, uh, musical competi- 
competitions, compositions <laughs> in different in different movies and TV shows and stuff. And he talks about themes and light motifs and stuff like that. And it's really fascinating to watch because, like I said, I don't always pick up on it, but I think I don't pick up on it on a conscious level. But when he starts talking about it in deep, I realize in depth, I realize that I understand what he's saying like I noticed it on like a subconscious level of mm-hmm. like oh I didn't like this scene and then he explains like oh this this and this I'm like oh maybe that's why I didn't like that because they yeah. didn't hit the music beats quite right and like I was feeling that like wrongness I yeah. just realize it but yeah so I don't I don't think I wouldn't even have noticed that if you hadn't pointed out See, and I, I pick up on, because I like listening to, like, movie soundtracks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I pick up on that stuff, I think, more. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why I noticed it. But You'll be orchestral arrangement, and I'll be. There you uh, go. <laughs> you clearly will have a lot more to do than me. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did have, um, there is one song. There was that song that Grandpa was listening to on the freaking gramophone. The phonograph? or whatever I called it the wrong thing phonograph he was listening to Gershwin sweet and low down and it's the same Netflix to original whatever but yeah but there was one song um and it was funny and I didn't mention it when we were watching but I could kind of hear it because I already I had already looked up the songs um when we go to Sam and Dean talking on the on the bar at the bar (laughs) When they're in the bar, yeah. When they're at the bar and they're talking, the the song that leads us into the bar is Joe Walsh, uh, Rocky Mountain Way, which I know that song very well. I really like that song. Um, And knowing that that was the song that was supposed to play and hearing the song that they played, I could hear how they tried to get a song that kind of matched a lot of the guitar riffs, but not as well because Rocky Mountain Way is fantastic song it's very much a jam song it's not everybody's cup of tea it's the kind of song where everybody gets their own solo if you're I understand if like you're not into that kind of thing but if you are it's it's great um but yeah I could hear like there's a very specific guitar riff that Rocky Mountain Way has and I could hear a little bit of it I was like hey you tried Netflix I guess but an effort was made didn't hit quite the same way but it was just funny a funny thing I picked up on yeah oh my god this episode passed the Bechdel test I was literally just thinking (laughs) (laughs) well there aren't two isn't it it's two female characters talking to each other right two named female characters talking to each other about something other than a man I mean, technically, we have the name of the girl and we have the name of the cop, even though I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. And she was just asking her questions about what her parents were, where it's, they were. Yeah, and if she knew where Sam was. I don't know if that counts. I mean, she's a cop looking for missing persons. It could have been anybody. It was. It happened to be a man, but it could have been anyone she's looking for. So I guess technically it passes. This creepy, creepy little girl. I also, and I didn't, I, I thought it while we were watching that, but I didn't mention anything because I knew that that girl was creepy and like she was getting, the cop was going to get knocked out. I need to look up what her name was. I feel bad that I don't know her name. Um, but the way she spoke to Missy, the little girl's name was Missy. 
there was something I really liked about that. I just like this woman's acting because she very much gets the frame of mind that she's supposed to be in, in that she's a cop and she's confronted with this child. Like she's looking for a missing person, but this is a kid. She kind of has the same reaction as Dean, which is kind of fun for me as like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting. And now I have to be like, oh, how do I, <laughs> how do I deal with this child? <laughs> kind of. Right. And I liked how she talked to her. Like it wasn't like it was obvious she was talking to a child, but it didn't seem like it was younger than what the child, what Missy looked like. And she was just trying to be very like, oh, like, oh, that's a pretty name, you know, kind of just being nice to her. Cause like when she, when Missy opened the door, I was like, you know something, I said that like, you know, something bad's going on in this house when the kid looks like that. Yeah. But you can still see that she's trying to connect to this child that might not have the best home life and like is just kind of gently speaking to her and still trying to get the answers that she needs. And like, I don't know. I just liked the way she talked to her, even though, Missy is evil. Yes, I mean, yeah, you can clearly see that she went from I'm in a potentially dangerous situation because this place looks super run down and people are potentially going missing because of whoever lives here to mm-hmm. there's a child who's potentially in danger. I have to figure out what's going on. Like you could see in the way she was talking to Missy, like she immediately switched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, now I got to figure out what this is and how do I get this girl stay out of you know, assuming that the, she was assuming the girl was in trouble. How do yeah. I get this girl to safety? Yeah, Um, yeah, she was clearly not being taken care of. She had a dirty clip in her hair, and that was bothering me. And the teeth, and the teeth, and the teeth. (sighs) The teeth, they're, whoever did the makeup did so well at making their teeth look disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's how funny, though, that that passes the Bechdel test. I mean, technically. I'm excited about that. What is that, like? Five out of fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> it's very slight, but it's it's there. Well, a third, right? Yeah. A third of the episode so far. Cool. 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 Supernatural. Cool. <laughs> and then the cop was just really good. I do. I've seen her in in multiple things um, over the years, and she's always good to watch she always kind of plays a similar character and I don't know if it's just the way she looks because she's clearly a good actress um but she kind of always plays a similar character to this where she is kind of no nonsense and just very just a very strong woman that's just like all right like when she handcuffs me into the car I loved that moment where she was just like oh yeah kind of talking, and then click And she just sassily, like, locks the car. I love that whole thing. And he's just like, damn it. (laughs) I was thinking, why doesn't Dean own a lockpicking set? He does. They show it. There are episodes where they show Dean with, like, a legit, like, lockpicking, like, set. Just not in this episode. (laughs) Clearly not. Because he does make, and we kind of talked over it, but he makes a comment about, like, carrying more paper clips on him. Because yep. he unlocks, he uses a paper clip in what, uh, I think it's the, shoot. I think in the it's pilot. The episode he gets arrested in. As the pilot, he gets arrested. Or he gets lost. I don't think he actually gets arrested. I think they illegally detain him. Um. Yeah, and he, he uses a paper clip from the, the journal. 
Um, a paperclip would make more sense because you could at least bend that to be two things. I think you do. You need like two things. You need one to hold something. I don't know how to pick clocks. You need one to hold something up and then the other one actually like does the work of like, of actually unlocking it. Yeah, because if you think about the way a key is, you've got the single shaft and that does the part of holding up and then you've got the teeth. Then move the tumblers. Don't laugh at me with my visualization with my fingers. <laughs> no, I like that the two of us, the two people who have no idea how to pick a lock, are trying to explain how you would pick a lock. <laughs> Listen, I just, I just feel like having watched enough TV shows, I'm an expert on this. You just shove a metal stick in there and just move it around blindly. <laughs> we we have diverted. See? Tangents. Tangents. Today's episode should just be called We Went on a Tangent. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you more about Ostra and how you should, I don't know, wear pastels? <laughs> I do I do like wearing pastels from time to time. I don't. I look terrible in pastels. I don't think I look good in them, but I like wearing them. Okay. But the point is I like pastels and I'll wear them if I want to. Yeah. That's right, you will. Right, I will. (laughs) I love us, Sarah. I love us, too. We're great. I said we're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in this episode? I I mean, not really. We want to keep it on the supernatural train. Not really. (laughs) Not really. I know, there's not really a lot to... Now, I might uh, cut this out, but I wanted to talk to you about this stupid meta I read on Tumblr. <laughs> As per I mean, there's nothing wrong with a good meta. I wrote it down so I could remember it. Because it happens in the beginning when they're at the bar. They're, um, and it specifically has to do with how long it takes. Because Dean says he has to pee. And then that's when Sam gets kidnapped. So... Um, the meta is kind of this fan fiction-y kind of gap of how long it takes to, because I mentioned if it were you, you'd be out there already. <laughs> Listen, I am the fastest peer in the West. You are. <laughs> um, but it, because guys are like famously fast peeing people. <laughs> that sounds stupid, but you know. So anyway, so there's this fan fiction-y kind of gap of how long it took Dean to pee, where, and the way that they had it framed, that the director specifically has it framed, and they didn't have to frame it this way, because again, set direction is all up to them of where they want to put things. Dean is flinging those darts, and there's a couple of shots of him where he is framed, and there's the men's room sign right next to his fucking head. And the idea is that he picked someone up and did something in the men's room and then Sam got kidnapped. <laughs> and that's why it took so long. And that's how Sam got kidnapped. And that's why Dean probably feels a little, a little guilty. It's, it's as good an ex- explanation as any. I mean. If you do think about it, he picked up his coat and left. Sam would have to gather up his stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they clearly showed time pass because... But of course, because I'm on the Dean, Dean is by train, it's mm. 
like because it was framed with the men's room next to his head is like it's probably he probably picked up a guy <laughs> yeah i i picked up the inference okay don't worry <laughs> yeah we're on the same train i just need we're to... on the same train don't worry um but like if you just take it from like the normal what they were trying to tell you is that he just went to pee if we take out the meta he pees forever because yeah. <laughs> he go gets to the room quick, unless there was a line you know yeah. He gets over there quickly. Sam would have to gather stuff, go outside, have the, like, minute-long, there's a cat under the car fake out. Mm-hmm. And they have to leave before Sa- or before Dean comes out. But, mm-hmm. like, we also see those bikers showed up. They, like, go in, and then aren't they coming out when Dean comes out? There are a lot of people coming out once Dean comes out. Yeah. Because he's like, uh, hey, did, did you see this guy? Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up because... But I like that excuse better than Dean took forever peeing what he was really doing. I just wanted to get on my bye Dean train. I, I'm all aboard that train. Let's go. I like the little dance you're doing. I have dance. I'm so stupid. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, if that's all you had. Yep. I think, I think that's an episode. Check Short it. one this week, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, check us out on Tumblr. Hopefully, I'll be back posting on there. I haven't been this week. But to be fair, this week we released Route 666, and I didn't want to fucking screen cap that episode, so posting <laughs> me. I think everyone understands that. Uh, so check us out on Tumblr. It's uh, checking the rear view, all one word. You can shoot us a message on Gmail, checking the rear view at gmail.com. And uh, it is the solstice, so plant some seeds, take a walk, do witchcraft, summon a demon. Maybe not the last one. What one? The last one. Let's not do that last one. Hmm? Do witchcraft? (laughs) No, there was one after that. Take a walk? No, 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 after. (laughs) Don't don't do the demon one. Take Uh, a walk and enjoy the sunshine, but maybe don't summon any demons. I mean... I like you. Like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, say goodbye, Sarah. Goodbye, Sarah. <laughs>